Hi, welcome to Evolve. I'm your host, Joanna, and today I am going to spend some time talking about a term called spiritual bypassing. I just wanted to take a brief moment and almost apologize to you for the quality of this podcast. Um, I am a healer. I'm a counselor. I spend most of my time actually working with people. I don't have a ton of time and kind of honestly not a lot of interest in spending hours and hours trying to edit um, these episodes to be very streamlined and stylized. Um, I figure if you can't get past that and hear the message, this probably isn't for you. But the reality is that most of my time is spent actually helping people. Um, that is the main branch of my work. So I have, and for many, many years, actually been really compelled to do something like this. I've tried videos. I suck at it. Um, I like to talk. And um, so this is sort of my offering, I guess, to to be of service to others in a, a different way um, and to normalize sort of the crap that we're all going through. But I just wanted to acknowledge that I'm aware that this is probably choppy at times with awkward pauses and I don't care too much. I care a little bit, but I don't have time to, to spend like making this a dramatic production for you, so I'm sorry. Um, I'm just trying to be genuine, and the reality is this is way outside the wheelhouse in my comfort zone anyway, but it's I'm at a point where I can't not do it. I can't not share, and so this is just sort of fitting the work I do right now, kind of sometimes me speaking into this computer, not with a lot of equipment, and slapping it up, um, not because I'm sloppy and not because I don't care, um, but I feel like the true content is in the message, and I hope you can just handle the rawness of it. So thank you for your patience. And if you can't handle it, I In one of my original podcasts, I talk about a term that I did not coin. It's called toxic positivity and spiritual bypassing another term. Um, in these podcasts, I'll try to break down some of these expressions. One, just to clarify how I use it, because sometimes it might be different from other people. But two, for those not familiar with the terms, understand what I'm referencing. But in one of my original podcast, I refer to my dislike, well, actually, it's probably just disdain, if I'm really being honest, of toxic positivity, this tendency to reframe everything into a positive, even when it's not emotionally valid. You might wonder why I get so cranky with toxic positivity. I guess one thing I should sort of qualify is the reason why is in my healing work, especially as a counselor, what I've really come to observe is that people pathologize negative emotion. And negative doesn't mean bad. Negative just means uncomfortable. Um, and so when someone is feeling something, especially like let's say sadness, shame, guilt, fear, panic, anxiety, you know, depression, there is a pathology attached to it as though it's a choice. Um, and with the launch of a lot of self-help kind of books, I feel like there's this really gross oversimplification that if you simply view something differently, you can change your emotionality. And honestly, to some degree, 
that's accurate, but it is used as like this blanket sort of directive, this sort of prescription that if you just feel bad, just look at it differently. And it's total bullshit. It doesn't work that way. Our emotions are not like light switches. We can't just have a different view of a painful experience and be over it. Um, there's a lot of narrative to people who, especially who've had trauma, like get over it, move on, see past it, look at the bright side of things. And it's crap. It's just crap. And it pisses me off because it hurts people even more. We're, people are already struggling. There's already a lot of guilt and shame. To, to indicate that what they're feeling is even more invalid is, is just adding a layer of crap that's not necessary. And it just bogs down people even more in their healing. It makes them feel like they're doing something wrong, that they're broken, that everybody else has it figured out, that they themselves don't. And it's just crap. It's just a fake narrative. It's an avoidance. So as a therapist who has done trauma work for a very long time, what I can tell you is this. There is no escaping emotion in the human experience. Maybe you're really good at disconnecting it. Maybe you're really good at compartmentalizing it. Maybe you think because you've shelved it, put it in a box, put a lid on it, and for the most part it's quiet, that you've quote-unquote moved, moved past it. But honestly, you haven't. Unless we have really processed through the actual uncomfortable emotions, it sits with you. And I'll tell you where. It sits in your emotional, physical body. So you likely have a place, and you probably know it, where if you're really stressed, you feel it somewhere. Some people put it in their gut. Some people get tension, headaches, neck, back. It can go anywhere. Um, and when people stockpile this emotional junk, their bodies start to revolt. Um, I'm trained in a lot of mind-body modalities, specifically with an emphasis on the somatic, because what I've really found in my trauma work is how much focus needs to be on the body to help people release these stored emotions. Like it, it, They often surface and feel physical, but the energy, it's, it's emotion. Um, and there's a lot of literature to, to kind of bolster this. So, you know, it's a huge thing in trauma work. But the reality is we can't bypass pain. We can't bypass negative emotion. We are meant to experience that as uncomfortable as it is in its full spectrum. So let's get down to spiritual bypassing. <sighs> All right. I'm going to give you an example of how I see this pop up. Let's say you know of someone who attends, and I'm not knocking yoga, okay? This is not about doing yoga. But let's say you have someone who attends yoga, who talks about their meditation practices, and they exclaim that they are just happy all the time, that they are these positive, enlightened beings. And every single situation that they come across they just turn a cheek, they just move away as though it is so simple and so easy and all you have to do is just attain this level of being and you can navigate through any stressful relationship, situation, experience with grace and ease. Well, guess what? That's total bullshit. Why is it bullshit? Because we are meant to feel the full range of emotions. Going through uncomfortable situations is as important in growth as having amazing spiritual experiences. 
in many ways, especially right now, I feel like it is even more critical. A lot of the intuitives that I'm working with right now are heavy. They are trauma dumping. They are not bouncing through life with great ease. They are feeling the, the heaviness of everything that is going on outside of them. And there is a lot of crap being kicked up on the inside of them. And it can feel like someone is doing something wrong. There can be a fall away from these practices. A lot of times when people are healing, I find that they sort of move away from meditation practices. And that is fine. That is not letting go of your spiritual practices because part of spiritual growth is to, is to deal with your trauma. It's to deal with your pain not to reframe it, not to escape it, not to hide in spirit, but to actually have to trudge through the ick, sort it out, feel it, figure out what that means, and own your crap. And spiritual bypassing is really, it's a defense mechanism, right? It's an actual way to avoid versus accept what's going on. Essentially, one is using it to actually disconnect from their experience. They go into what I call their head talk. They can reframe it, they can work it, they can act as though they're gracious and accepting of what's happening, but in the, the reality is that they are either not experiencing the full emotion or they're denying it. And that is not healing, my friends. That is not what we're meant to do. Is it natural that we avoid? Hell yes. Who wants to feel this crap? Nobody. You know, it's, it's natural to sort of avoid it. It's awful feeling. It can be suffocating. It can feel so heavy. I mean, but that is what is intended is that we are actually supposed to experience these uncomfortable emotions because they often awaken us to things that we need to heal, that we need to work on. And we can ignore it. We can reframe it, but we are then not doing the challenge, which is to fully become aware of these aspects and to fully integrate it into our being, into our body, to release these pains. We're not meant to carry it forward. It does not, it hinders us actually in our growth. Um, and so we are really meant to emote it out and, and process it out of our being. Sometimes the clients that I work with are kind of surprised because they'll tell me about experiences where let's say they're just ugly crying in the shower, in their car, maybe they're even screaming in their car, yelling, like they're emoting what looks to be really ugly emotions, really intense, um, it looks crazy, and I'm like, great, I'm not worried about you. The person that I'm worried about is the one that comes, is experiencing or has experienced a very painful experience and then talks to me very monotone about it and how they simply move past past it that it you know they just looked you know at it from a different perspective and they feel like it no longer impacts them nope that makes me really suspicious so spiritual bypassing to me is really when someone goes to great lengths to sort of avoid the discomfort of an experience to avoid sort of doing that inner work of where we have to look at the aspects of ourselves that we don't like um, it can look like coping sometimes where I'll ask someone like, what are you doing? And let's say they're having a painful experience. You're like, well, I'm going to go and I'm going to meditate and I'm going to do this and, um, take a hot shower and go for a walk. Well, that's great. But you can't always use that. Sometimes you actually have to feel, you have to feel the ick. Do you sit in your bathtub and ugly cry? No. Nope. Well, then you're not feeling it. You, in order to fully 
integrated into your being, you have to experience the emotion. You have to engage with the ugly. You have to feel it. You have to cry. You have to yell, which is why when people tell me that they do that and they might feel batshit crazy, I'm like, I am not worried about you. You are not crazy. You are processing. And that looks ugly, but it's a very positive thing. Healing in general, friends, is ugly. Okay? Like, you're going to feel like you were walking along and you tripped and you just biffed and fall on your face. You're going to feel like you're being dragged through mud. You're going to sit and say some days, nope, I don't want to do this. Nope, 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 nope. You are going to feel like you're, there's no hope sometimes. You're going to feel like there's not an end in sight. You're going to feel like you're freaking broken. You're going to feel like something's wrong with you. You're going to feel everybody has it better or everyone has figured it out and you're alone in this. And you're not. This is our human experience. And I can tell you that we all have had moments like this. And if someone denies it, it's because they have done spiritual bypassing. They have disconnected from the true emotion of an experience because there are painful lessons in life to be learned. We are meant to feel it. We are not meant to reframe it. We are not meant to just hide in meditation and and numb out and, and act as though somehow we're more progressed because we're quote unquote happy all the time. No, it is a balance. The full spectrum of being includes these really painful, sometimes suffocating experiences to, to having these joyful experiences. It's all of it. It's not this or that. And we tend to be very black and white about and, and have this sort of bias that if we're on the positive side of things, then we are more advanced. And I would challenge that that's not the case. Now, that being said, we all got to own our shit. Okay, like there is a lot of projection. There is a lot of taking our junk and throwing it at people, which is why spiritual bypassing, um, toxic positivity are dangerous because it sort of promotes that it's better to just not engage with the lower level emotions. But the reality is if you don't do that work, it will come out sideways somehow. And it could be that you are dumping it on other people unknowingly. Um, and ways to look for this is, you know, what I actually really encourage is that look for these times where you feel like maybe there's been an over response or over reactivity to something. We might get triggered by something in an environment or something that someone is doing. But what we need to do is actually self reflect in those moments. Go within. Why is that? What are you responding to? What is your part? Um, you are allowed to feel whatever you feel. Any emotion is valid, but we have to take ownership of that and realize just because we don't like something or something makes us feel badly, that person or that situation isn't necessarily bad. That is your interpretation of what's going on. It is your perception. Our perceptions are our reality. So I'm not arguing that this is right or wrong. What I'm saying is own it. Own it. Why is that happening? What are you responding to? And you start to, when you start to dig, you start to find these areas of hurt. Maybe you start to realize that you're afraid of being left. Maybe you start to feel like you think you're stupid. Maybe you feel like people see you in a very negative, uh, a negative light and you're concerned about that. Um, other examples are sometimes people just wake up or they have dreams or there's just this like emotional bubble up that seems free floating, I call it kind of disconnected from any sort of experience, memory, thought. Um, and that to me is always a sign of an unresolved pain, often trauma, 
could be this lifetime. It could be another one, trust me. And we try to move past that. We try to escape these uncomfortable situations. And I know that there are times where we need to zip it up, go to work, function. I got that. But we can't always use that as a way to avoid. Like sometimes you got to sit with that ick. You got to kind of hold that space and see what is in there. And often you will find that there is an extraordinary amount of pain that you have carried forward with you that is trying to be released. And that is why it's surfacing is it's meant to be experienced. You're meant to cry. You're meant to rage. You're meant to just feel this and move through it. And once you do that, you, you truly purge it out of your body. And that is the true letting go. When you try to bypass the expression of emotion, when you try to reframe a negative event, when you try to talk about how you're going to future forward project in a different way, but you don't allow yourself to feel, you have not done the core level work. It might look pretty to do that, but you need to do the other. Like there's just no, there's no circumventing that aspect of healing. And again, I work with trauma all the time. I work with intuitives. It is hard to hold space for ourselves to do this work. Sometimes we are meant to have someone to kind of be there present to bolster us in it because we do avoid or we are so stuck in a mindset of seeing things that we have to have um, supports. This can be friends. This can be family who are able to hold that type of space or sometimes it's a healer. I don't care if it's a counselor. I don't care if it's a Reiki master, but to just give this feedback that sometimes helps us expand our scope of understanding and see it in a different way that we couldn't do on our own. But once the words are spoken, like it kind of clicks in place, right? Like we sort of get to see it from a different perspective, which challenges the one that you are holding on to tightly. And it can facilitate sort of this discharging of emotion and truly starting to, to integrate this in a different way, in a way that serves us. But the first step is that we have to own our stuff. We have to identify, what am I feeling? What does this mean to me? What do I need? What do I want? What am I focusing on? So many people get lost worrying about other people, other people's thoughts of them, other people's responses to them. But the reality is we are responsible for our journey. We're responsible for what we feel. I we are allowed to feel whatever we feel. I will always say this. It is inherently valid, but we are responsible in how we manage that. If you don't want to manage it and you're just going to get mad at everybody who doesn't do what you want, you're not owning your stuff. And you might very likely be the recipient of that, where you might say something and someone gets mad at you and assigns some sort of intent when that was not what you were messaging, but that's how they received it. And you're trying to argue with them, rationalize, apologize, and they won't accept it because that is their perception and their reality. And that's what they're responding to. But there is such a peace when we start to learn to set up these boundaries, when we start to realize that we are independent beings, that we are the masters of our journey, that we are meant to identify and move through our experience. And it's okay to piss people off, not with hate, or maliciousness, but sometimes you are going to do stuff that other people don't agree with. Who gives a shit? It is your life. Do not make yourself fit into a box that somebody else presents to you. If it does not fit, do not place yourself in it. 
And if they don't like it, that's okay. They're allowed to be upset. They're allowed to be angry. It is not your job to make other people feel okay about your choices, about what you want to do, about living your authentic life. You will find some will support you and some might be threatened by it, or maybe they just disagree or they just don't understand. It's not your job to convince them because you're going to see it from their mindset and that's okay because they are allowed the same choices and the same freedom. And we have to just start letting go of this. We have to start realizing that we are responsible for ourselves, that there's more focus to go inward than outward, that some people are just not going to respond well to things, that the best thing you can do is really learn to communicate well. And if they can't be in a receiving mode, then there's much more you can do. You can't force that. You can't force them to see it the same way as you. They can't force you to see things as they do. If we can hold this sort of dual reality that we can all see things differently and that to be connected doesn't mean we have to be in agreement. A lot of this polarity that is happening right now, especially in social media, where there's this tendency to think if you're not for it, then you're inherently against. There's no recognition of the space of choice that I can choose and see something completely different and it is valid. You can have what seems to be an opposing um, viewpoint and that is inherently valid and that is just simply okay. And that we can just allow for that space, that dual, I call it the dual reality where we can just experience something, feel it and view it very differently. And it's all just fine. It doesn't have to match up. <sighs> so I'm sitting here and I'm thinking how many people might be even mis misperceiving my message. And I guess my biggest point in this sort of rant is that stop comparing traumas. Stop comparing your journey, your life path to others. You know, don't fall into the trap of overemphasizing that to, to be progressing in your development, to be progressing in your like intuitive spiritual journey, that it's going to look pretty because it's really not. And right now it is a time for trauma dumping. We are raising our energies. And as this light enters into our body more, it is casting light onto the things that we have carried forward, things that maybe we've intentionally ignored or things that we have not had the opportunity to quite process yet. And it is bubbling up. And this is a huge time to start to do this work, to clear that, to allow for, for that space to open, to be filled by more of that lighter energy. But you have to clear it first. And that is why I think it's so important to recognize that it is a huge part of ascension is a huge part of increasing your overall energies is that you have you have to go into the lower densities the lower level energy like emotion to to fully engage with it and clear it and then the rest will be filled um but there is this focus on things like that's if you're again kind of a repeat from before like the spiritual advancement looks nice and it just doesn't healing just isn't it doesn't feel good it feels pretty shitty actually and when you're in the threats of true healing it feels the worst um and it's important we ha we need to do that so my encouragement is if you find yourself feeling really activated very reactive 
to a situation, to a person, to instead of condemning them, instead of arguing with them, to check in with yourself first. Become aware of what you're actually feeling. Not the narrative of what you're feeling, but like do a body scan. Notice what you're feeling in your body. Notice what you're feeling emotionally. Ask it what it's attached to. Ask it, not your brain. And notice that things from before might be bubbling up or you're noticing aspects of the experience you hadn't before that are kind of shedding light that you might be responding to something more than what is right before your eyes. Um, you know, acknowledge your own contribution to any sort of cyclical patterns, ways of relating, and that it's not just necessarily you reacting to somebody doing something wrong, that you are probably contributing somehow. This isn't a blame game. This isn't you're responsible or you ask for pain. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is be mindful of why are you, why are you in a toxic relationship? Why are you tolerating things that maybe others wouldn't tolerate? You know, what, are, what is it you say to yourself that um, keeps you entangled in, in probably patterns that don't serve you anymore? Um, what control over your own choices do you have? You have zero control over what other people do. Yes, we influence one another, but that's where it ends. They are not to blame for, for your reaction. Of course, they do things that activate and trigger that, and they could do things that are harmful and destructive, and that is not your fault. But you have choices on whether you remove yourself from those situations, whether you set boundaries, whether you cut off relationships, whether you invest in relationships that are more reciprocal, where you are feeling like you're fed as a being, um, where you're learning why you get ensnared in situations or why why you might be afraid to reach out for the things that you really want and deserve, but fear pops up and, and limits your grasp and you don't move forward with that. Um, and not to just hide out in meditation or like I said before, reframe things into positivity when you're feeling like crap. You know, look at that. When we feel negatively, it's because there's a signal of something to be dealt with, whether it's a trauma whether it's a pattern or whether we're resisting something that is really meant to serve us that we feel compelled to do, but we're terrified to do it. So we're, we're sort of almost um, turning away from these things out of fear and lack of trust in self. So I hope this broke it down a little bit more. Again, um, I less focus on defining it, but giving examples of what sort of the patterns are of the spiritual bypassing. And again, it reflected um, its reflection within the healing process that I think people really, really have a common misperception that healing is this like linear progression forward. Um, when I really have seen it be, it's really different. Like it's, it's a drag through the mud with like defaults kind of roundabout, sometimes detours. And that is true growth. That is, I try to warn people like that is what it really looks like and feels like. Um, and that's okay. When we accept that and we sort of go along the ride, kind of understanding that this is how it is, like there's less fear, there's more trust in the process. Um, and knowing that at some point we will come to the end of this theme, this sort of 
circle and close it down. But like it will happen when it we have fully experienced something. Sometimes we have to revisit things multiple times to kind of get to the core level. So anyway, thanks for your time. If you guys want to see me, feel free to check out my website. Um, I offer intuitive coaching, counseling um, through my practice, which is www.transcendwellnesscenter.com. Um, this podcast is more just an offering for you guys to just kind of share observations and even my own personal journey in healing um, for those seeking information. Um, and other than that, wishing you the greatest of days. Mm-hmm.